what's it like to be here without a first round pick? Is it kind of empty at all, or do you look at it the same way? Uh, actually, uh, it hasn't taken away anything from uh, uh, the interest in the players, the evaluating of the players. Um, uh, uh, we know that uh, 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 if you look at our past, that any one of these players right now, by the time we get to draft day, uh, might have something happen and they'd be down there in that second round for us. Uh, don't wish that on anybody, but things happen between now and the draft. So you evaluate everybody the same way. Uh, uh, you evaluate the top guys just so that uh, while you've got visual and current comparisons between them, it gives you a read on some of the down the line guys by evaluating the top guy. So not a bit different. Uh, going to be just as proud of this uh, second round pick as uh, we'll have our own as we are if we were drafting in the first. So not one bit different. I don't look at it anyway. And in case I might, I'm prepared to reach over here and see, uh, ref refresh my uh, thoughts about Amari. And uh, so you uh, uh, get rejuvenated thinking about the future with the young Amari Cooper and uh, uh, feel like that uh, that keeps you from being any way uh, missing the first pick. Does, does Amari still get you excited? I mean, just. Yes, uh, uh, the, the, the more that we've uh, uh, looked to uh, and evaluated what he's done, and we've done a lot of that, and the more our coaches have had a chance to sit back and look at uh, what he can do, what he, how he can improve uh, in many areas of his game because he's going to be multifaceted for us. He can be, uh, have a lot of position flex for us. Uh, there are some things that he does, his ability to run routes, his ability to get out of routes, his size, his uh, difficulty in bringing down when you look at all that. Uh, what we're doing, just to give you a heads up, is we're looking at him all over the field. And uh, uh, that, that, is, uh, that is the trick. I was sitting down with my great friend, Norv Turner, last night, spent two or three hours with him, and we were talking about how he used Michael and Novacek and Emmett and got an average of six passes a game toward Emmett. They weren't necessarily screens, but they were passes. But the whole point is, uh, when you got these top players, use them, use them in as many ways as you can. Uh, that that uh, anticipation of how he's going to fit in in the future really keeps me excited and doesn't make me miss that number one pick. Along those lines, how do you envision using well, I, I think that, uh, uh, first of all, uh, 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 we're uh, going to be incorporating, both in our practices and in our games, we're going to be incorporating a broader, broader range of uh, drafts and in our passing game concepts. And uh, uh, so Whitten can do some things he hasn't done has the opportunity to do some things he haven't done. Uh, but uh, uh, Jason Whitten, you know, a lot of times when you uh, have a six-yard pass, uh, that doesn't seem as impressive as hitting Zeke up in there for a six-yard run. Uh, but that's Jason Whitten a lot of times. 
or it can be a Cole Beasley. But my whole point is uh, th those, those short passes, uh, five and six yards, uh, are as exciting and as productive as the runs. And so uh, I'm really answering that in the context of Jason Witten. That's what we hope to have out of Jason Witten. Uh, there's no question that we've seen in Blake Jarwin ability to stretch the field. We like what Schultz uh, can do overall. Uh, so uh, uh, we've, we've got a lot to go around, but uh, when you look at what we want, uh, the touches for uh, Cooper, the touches for Gallup, uh, uh, the, the touches for a Beasley or the plays for uh, Zeke, uh, then you uh, can uh, uh, then know who you want to have the ball. And uh, you can figure out the different ways uh, relative to how the, and what we're going to be playing. You worry about wouldn't be a progress stopper for the young guys, and does that impact your decision on a tight end draft? Not at all. We uh, um, it won't do anything but uh, 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 accentuate uh, what the tight end, what Whitten's position can do on our team. It will do that. Uh, it won't deter us in any way of using. Uh, our first pick for a tight end if we have the opportunity to. Uh, and I don't look as Whitten as a progress stopper. Uh, I think uh, when you uh, look at how hopefully we can spread the ball around, put enough stuff in during OTAs, put enough stuff in in training camp, call on them as we go through the season, uh, I think that uh, Whitten will have his place. He certainly has got his place. Uh, in what we do in our blocking and protection and uh, running uh, while we uh, uh, had uh, uh, functioning uh, blocking and functioning execution with our tight ends uh, we still weren't what we were when Jason was there the year before and that's not to criticize anybody it's just that we weren't and uh, he will elevate us there Jason so no, I don't think he's a progress stopper, and I've gotten beyond that of what he is going to be for us. But he's well worth the roster spot. He's well worth the time on the field to improve us. I think you can just mark some improvement right there. The fact he's going to be out there, those plays. Were you surprised to get the call that he was interested in coming back? When he retired, did you think that was it, or maybe there was still some? There wasn't one call. I knew. Uh, I always knew uh, that he was interested in. Playing, I've always known that uh, he wasn't uh, uh, totally, uh, totally and completely convicted about never playing again. That was bothersome to him when he made the decision. Uh, both he and Michelle, both uh, as a family, were uh, really struggling with that decision to uh, leave uh, the uh, as a leaving the game as a player forever. And so uh, it, it never left that. I had occasion to be with Jason several times uh, after that, as, uh, as early as when he was introduced by ESPN up in New York. I was in a part of the group that introduced him to all the time buyers at their annual time there in New York. And so I had a little role in that. And at that particular time, it was still uh, a uh, uh, highly uh, uh, thought out uh, 
sensitive area about not playing again as early as a week or two after he made the decision to not play. So it was always there. Nothing surprised me about his desire to do that or his desire to be on the field and looking into his future, his desire to be involved in, uh, directly into the football coaching aspect of it. As a matter of fact, uh, we both agreed that his time as a broadcaster wouldn't preclude him from being a coach. It could very easily uh, give him a certain uh, perspective and an, asset, uh, an experience asset that could help him coach his time as a broadcaster. So uh, that combined with his playing experience didn't shut that door for him at all. But uh, it was uh, uh, just more than uh, he wanted to endure, so he came back to play, as he said. But this helps him be a coach on the next level. But, but I thought uh, I really did, and, and to give you an idea of where his mindset was when he went into being a broadcaster, he was debating will this uh, uh, be a step in the wrong direction toward coaching. I, I want to uh, ultimately have that option wide open. Does this move from player to broadcasting hurt that? And we both agreed it didn't. But you could see him coaching after he Yes, I could. Yes, I think he has the potential to be an outstanding coach at any level. On ESPN yesterday, saying that he would take Dak Prescott over the first overall pick over anybody in this draft? Yes. Of the Dallas Cowboys, if we had the first pick and Dak Prescott were out here today and going to be in the draft, knowing what I know today, we took him in the fourth, of course. But knowing what I know today, uh, seeing uh, what he is uh, so far as a player, the three years, now I'd want what I know today, which are three years of watching him play. I'd want to have that. But having said that, I think there's that value in him as a player, which gives you an idea of what we think of him for the future. But he would be our number one pick if he were there today and we were void at quarterback. Where are you at with the contract then with him and, and that part? Obviously, you think that highly of uh, But We're in the activity of uh, negotiating the contract. And that's. Uh, that's well, that's about it. I mean, uh, we uh, uh, that's what we do at this time of year. And uh, his contract is one that is uh, squarely in the eye of the needle relative to uh, uh, that part of running a football team of uh, getting his contract done. And we've got uh, three, uh, you know, we've got several that are in that category, but we are in that activity, we're in that window, we're in that time when you do this. Uh, and so uh, uh, I don't have any uh, uh, there's nothing notable here other than the fact that it's uh, the, the, as substantive as it is, but there's nothing notable about where we are or aren't in, his, in our dialogue with him. It's business as usual. Nothing to flare over here. Are those numbers you see with the quarterbacks at the top get, are those scary? Quarterbacks? Yeah, the quarterbacks. The numbers where the contracts are going in quarterbacks. Is that 
scary at all to think you got so much you'd have so much tied up in a, in a position like that? Well, I think um, um, uh, it's uh, it's understandable. I think that's the best way to look at it. And uh, uh, you have key some uh, key positions. Quarterback certainly there, and uh, you. Uh, uh, you you have uh, uh, you you have this in other disciplines. You have high-paid people all over the lot, and uh, entertainers. When they start really getting paid, then they start hiring their own buses and bands, and and start hiring their own organization in order to make theirs. Then they pay uh, for all those expenses. Be the equivalent of a quarterback paying all the rest of the offense out of his share. But I mean, it's not uncommon for people to, uh, or positions, or your particular contribution uh, to uh, uh, have a lot of money involved. And uh, uh, so no, it's, it's uh, I, I understand it, but I, but I understand what it, Cost to run this bus and, and get one. So <laughs> you've got a number of guys you're trying to get done. I mean, obviously Dak is one of them. And, and do you have a picking order? I mean, is Demarcus Lawrence number one just because he's free? Uh, I don't think uh, uh, that I would differ from anybody's uh, pecking order as to if you had to do without one of those taken position into consideration, I probably would go right down the list with you as to the ones you think that we could least do without. And so as far as if you if you if your question was saying if you had one you couldn't do or couldn't have, which would it be and what would the list look like? I'm not gonna give you my list, but I'm gonna <laughs> let you make yours and I'll bet we don't miss it okay. far. We've got the same guy and including our particular situation, fill our names in in the position list, and we're right there. When you, when, on Tuesdays, the deadline to put the tag on Marcus, if you don't have a deal, there's no question you will tag him in hopes of getting that deal. There, you don't envision him getting to the market. Yeah, well, I won't comment on that today and, and uh, uh, at all, and um, don't want that to be interpreted as yes, no, indifferent. It's just. Uh, uh, Tuesday's long well. Was, was it productive yesterday with, with cancer? Uh, uh, I, I was with him uh, briefly. Uh, Stephen and uh, Stephen's staff and the guys he works with on it were with him at length. And uh, certainly uh, there was good communication. And the brief time I was with them, I had good communication too. So I think the word is uh, good. Uh, there's really, it uh, could be a miss, uh, uh, could be a misdefinition if you said the, the conversation was good. But it certainly was uh, complete and everybody got to say what they wanted to say. And uh, uh, on, on things like this, you really don't know how good they were until you either, uh, until you get it done or make a different decision. You're just 
it, it's just unfair, not even unfair, it's just not accurate to say because it implies a certain amount of tangible things that uh, you could agree on something, but if you agree on something else a different way, you'd change that something you agreed on 20 minutes before. So the thing has to end up totally being a whole, whole deal to have an agreement. I usually, when I'm talking to anybody, if we, I try to get it down to where there's one thing, and every time I open my mouth, I list the seven other things that we have agreed upon. Now let's talk about this one thing in the context of agreeing upon this. I'll go this if you'll do it if we're all good with everything else. But if we're not good with some of this other stuff that we think we're good with, then I'll take this back. And you get into that. I'm, I'm not trying to uh, arm wave here, but uh, uh, I just think that we're in it and everybody, uh, he certainly has every incentive to get an agreement done. We do too. Uh, is there an expectation when you talk to him that you will get his surgery once he's done contractually with you guys? Once he that. Yeah, again, I don't, uh, 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 I do not link the issue uh, of uh, uh, when he gets his surgery. I fully expect him to be on the field uh, because I think uh, we'll get something done and uh, getting something done has everything to do with him being on the field at training camp and us doing what we would normally be doing has everything to do with that. And uh, you have to do clearance, you have to, in his mind, our mind, everybody has to be satisfactory. Or otherwise, what we're talking about is diminished and has to be adjusted. If he didn't play and part of the time or had difficulty getting prepared to play at a high level, then we got to think about what this is over here then again. So it depreciates value. Um, are you desperate to win now? I mean, where is your, oh. you know, you, you say you don't have time <laughs> yes. to, to waste, but are you desperate? That's you fair. Uh, that's really fair, uh, and that's real. Uh, uh, this is my 30th combine, and uh, I don't have 30 more. And uh, we talked the other night. I'm. I've made them all, and I, I made them all, and uh, it's a, a big thing to uh, evaluate and put uh, the team together. So uh, I'm running out of combines, and uh, so it's more urgent than it was sitting here visiting with you 20 years ago. So yes, it is more urgent. So how do you take that next step? How do you get over the top of that? Well, I, I do. I think you look for ways to change a different approach, different things that you can be doing. I think we're doing some of that. Uh, I mentioned to you the, the other night, but I'll say this here. Uh, uh, we've had a dramatic change in this coaching staff over the last 12 months. Dramatic. There's. there's what, 90% of this staff is different than it was 12 months ago. Now we still have our head coach, we still have our defensive coordinator, 
but he certainly has involved Richard in terms of what we're doing and has impacted our defense. But this has been dramatically changed about how we're looking at our team. Just as our team is young, this staff is young, very young. Now, in youth, you aren't paying for experience here, having been there, done that, which is valuable. I've foregone that for fresh, new ideas that the people implementing them don't know that they don't work. And that's what I want. And I want that incorporated in a sound way to, uh, to put the team on the field and, and execute on whichever side of the ball we're on. I want that. And my job is to husband making sure at every step of the way, right now and uh, evaluating last year and looking how we're going to approach this year, OTAs all the way through, I'm, I'm going to witness changes. And, and that's the emphasis. And by the way, there's no pushback here. Jason's just as excited about this as, uh, as uh, you would want him to be. And uh, uh, we, we are going to uh, and are approaching things in a way when you ask me how. Uh, so specifically, are we going to do different things in the passing game? Answer is yes. Uh, are we going to uh, coordinate the running game with the passing game uh, uh, differently, better, hopefully for the better, but yes. Yes, we are. Are we going to have more flexibility? Are we going to be harder to guard? Yes, we will. We're going to attempt to. And that really is a theme. That's a big-time theme here, okay? Just because it's working, don't hesitate to change it. before training camp last year you said well, Jason's not on the hot seat and I know you love Jason and, and, and want him to be here but just the circumstances doesn't that put him yeah. on the hot seat so to speak well coming into 2019 no but as far as my emphasis here or my presence here I'm running out of time more than I was last year and so uh, knowing Jason and how he feels about me or on a personal basis or how he feels about the team, I'd say there's going to be more urgency. And I'm sure and I felt that he was very urgent last year, but we need to, we've, um, we've got a young team. We need to take advantage of the fact that uh, the team is young, but yet uh, have gotten some inordinate experience for what they've done. Uh, Van Der Esch, these guys played a lot of snaps, uh, and we got a lot of got a lot of reps out of these guys last year in key situations. Then you look at our quarterback, you look at Zeke. These guys are seasoned. Zeke's had all this uh, uh, real time care, uh, real time plays. He's a more seasoned guy. We need to grab this while it's here. This won't be here forever. What are the benefits of having a coach coaching for his job? the right term or not? Oh, I, I think that in that, really knowing Jason, uh, 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 Jason has always had the uh, uh, accountability. Uh, the, the, he's understood the competitiveness, his competitiveness plus uh, his, uh, his accountability to the fans or to me, it's always been there for him. Uh, 
I, with Jason Garrett, uh, frankly, uh, uh, I'm as hard as he works, as hard as he works, as cool as he is, he's a frantic worker. As cool as he is, he's a frantic worker. And so uh, 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 he, he's intense. He uh, he's comes across gathered up, but he's intense. And uh, uh, he has that smile, but he's intense. My, Michael used to always say, when it's dark in the wrong spot, that makes me laugh and smile. I've had my scaredest and roughest moments when I was laughing. And so uh, that's Michael. But I'm just saying, uh, his, his personality, Jason's, his coolness, that smile, uh, is not a measure of the intensity that's going on at that time. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that we've got that, I've said this a lot of times, I'm wanting to use uh, all of the education and all of the experience and all of the things that Jason has got on our experience dime. I want to use that to help us right now to win a championship. That's why he's here. And so uh, he's, uh, he's uh, young, relatively speaking. He's fresh, relatively speaking. Uh, he's got a can-do uh, spirit. Uh, this team, he's never lost a team, ever, under any circumstances, even when we've uh, had some real dark uh, days to look at, looking ahead. He's never lost a team in terms of their belief in him and in terms of their will to work uh, with him as, and for him as a head coach. That's impressive. It's very impressive, and it's it's uh, I've seen good works there. Hopefully, that can come together. Uh, we get him a Super Bowl, and uh, he'll he'll be uh, maybe the longest tenured coach in the history of the Cowboys. And saying all those things about him, why not extend it now? Because if that's what you believe now about him, to take the circumstances of what the future lies from us asking all these questions away. Well, I just like the dynamics, uh, considering the relationship we have, the trust we have, uh, our goals. Uh, 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 I, I do my best work without a net. I really do. I'm better with a little risk involved. And uh, so, uh, in essence, there's a little bit of no net here. And uh, uh, so uh, the real question is, why not? There's, there's, uh, he's, he's not in danger of uh, having any issue with his credibility with his players or anybody else. And uh, it's well known, the support I have for him. And uh, no one, no one breathing uh, wants him to uh, win and win big more than I do. And we haven't uh, done anything here with what we have done or haven't done relative to contract. We haven't done anything to forego having long relationship. We haven't done one thing. 
by taking our position we have right now in my mind. And uh, we've got a, uh, the kind of situation that I think our fans uh, uh, want. Gregory has been suspended again. Why do you guys continue to support him considering his, his issues? Yeah. He's, uh, he, he's a, a pure soul, uh, first and foremost. And uh, the proof of that is uh, how he's thought of by everybody around him, teammates, coaches, everyone. Uh, he's genuinely uh, got a uh, he's genuinely afflicted. Genuinely. It's real. And um, he has to work through uh, just as you would many uh, things when, as human beings. He has to work through this. The, the way and the way he works through it. The way he uh, deals with his circumstances. It's impressive. It may not look that impressive when you say, well, look at the penalties that he's endured, but it is impressive. He's, he's, he's trying to work through it. Everybody on this team knows he is. Uh, he's uh, an outstanding player by instincts, mentally, physically. Uh, he's outstanding. Uh, he uh, uh, doesn't pretend to be anything that he isn't. Uh, I believe that a combination of his continued dealing with it, experience, maturity, will be better for him relative to the NFL, and I think we've got a system in the NFL that ultimately he can deal with, or the system will ultimately deal with him in a way that lets him have a football career. And uh, I am by no means in any way uh, weary, uh, discouraged. Uh, as a matter of fact, with his contribution he made last year, albeit we would like to have had more, uh, but what we did get and the impact he made was there, did nothing but buoy and encourage me to uh, help him in any way we can to uh, have a career. He's a relatively young guy. Uh, he's an excellent, uh, relatively speaking, for what he plays and what he's been through at his position. He's relatively healthy. Uh, he's a guy that we can uh, invest some of our time in to uh, help him get here and will help us win. Do you think he, he could potentially be eligible to play week one of this season? Well, again, I'd, uh, for all the obvious reasons, I don't know. It's certainly not impossible. But his status is his status. It's, it's what it is, and uh, you, uh, uh, and so. Uh, but we're going to uh, do everything we can to uh, 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 try and uh, have him get uh, and overcome this hurdle and uh, get in position to help her, help us. And he wants to do that. Assuming how hard it was to get him reinstated last time, is that road a little bit harder now? Because I, I just think that it's what it is. It's hard. It's hard. But what makes it hard is that he's got 
uh, a, a genuine. Uh, 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 he's got an. Uh, he, he's genuinely uh, got a sickness. Now, in our society, there there's uh, illness or there's handicap or their issues that wonderful people have that just keep them from being an airplane pilot. Yet they're the greatest people in the world and they're qualified in every way, but they can't be an airplane pilot. Got too much risk of life depending on them to be an airplane pilot. So there are things that the greatest people in the world can't do because of some of their uh, things that just has happened to them. So you say, well, he can be a great guy and he can go out here and do a lot of things. If the NFL has these criteria and he can't meet the criteria, he just can't be an NFL football player. But he can be a wonderful person and have an impact us all in the greatest way he can. I think that he has it all and that we can have a way for him to more deal with his issue and be an NFL football player. If he will be that while he can be, he has the mentality and the heart to be a wonderful contributor to society. And if he can have some of the stature, as a matter of fact, it may be uh, uh, a part of what he is working to overcome. Well, he can go on and do some wonderful things for hundreds and hundreds of other people because of his story and the platform that he's got. And so this isn't a, a uh, just about winning the game. He just happens to be talented enough and happens to be uh, have the desire enough that he can use this as a platform and maybe when he's sitting here my age have helped all kinds of people by doing this. He's made of the right stuff to have that kind of story. So it's a, it's, I don't have a problem uh, uh, helping, encourage, helping this, helping the Cowboys, helping the NFL. Uh, these are the kinds of stories, these are different stories, but these are the kinds of stories that uh, with all the focus on uh, 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 what where some of the good is in sports and the NFL, this is the kind of story that could give you some some uh, uh, great asset for what sports is good about. With, we want to keep it going. With where the league's going, um, is it possible that there could be changes that maybe make it a little bit easier for guys that are dealing with this to avoid those type of suspensions? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go as to what might be possible, uh, but just in society you look at some of the things that involve uh, uh, some of our players in his particular case. And society itself is going in that direction about an understanding of these illnesses and, and of what to accept in terms of uh, things to deal with it, medication, that type of thing. And so uh, I wouldn't go to the NFL, I would just generally go to society. We're in a changing society we have been forever and so uh, I think that's positive for him by the way the way that in general things are going toward 
more and more knowledge, more and more uh, understanding of uh, uh, what society says is, is good. Um, there's only one of four reasons people uh, are, are somehow uh, penalized. Uh, only one of them is to slap them. The others are to get them out of society, okay, uh, or make an example out of them, okay. Uh, th 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 that one, uh, get them out, or to rehab them. Those are the four reasons that we have uh, uh, punishment. Only one of them has to do with okay, you messed up, you get five lashes. Only one. The others are to rehab the situation or to set an example, we don't want this in society, or to get them out, get them away from everybody. None of those apply to Randy Gregor. Not one of them. How would you assess uh, taco season? Uh, I go back when I see, uh, I'll never forget, uh, when I first got in the NFL, purportedly Tom Landry said, don't ever complete your judgment on a lineman until his third year. Because it, it can for, for players, uh, you need that time, you need that experience. Uh, the things that we liked about him, uh, I like about him. Uh, uh, what his toolkit is, is enough to be a big time player for us and, and get the kinds of snaps that we can get everything we wanted out of a number one pick. He's got that. Uh, he tries to incorporate two or three others that uh, he'd be better off not doing uh, because that kind of gets him in trouble. Uh, from the standpoint of his approach to getting better as a player, uh, I, th I think it's going to be all uphill from there. And in no way have uh, uh, I, I would like to have seen him play more last year. But on a personal basis, my, my perspective, not personal, just my perspective of where, uh, uh, ask me this question at the end of this year. I think I'll have a real positive answer for you. But the kinds of things he does, his size, his length, his ability to get in there, uh, uh, you know, he just absolutely plays the toughest physical, the toughest, most demanding uh, spots there are on the team. You uh, clearly are supporting David Irving, I mean, I mean, Randy Gregory. It's safe to say you guys have moved on from David Irving, free agent, you yeah, bring him back. Yeah, I, I don't think, uh, uh, you, I, I wouldn't say that from me, my standpoint. I would not, and I'm not going to elaborate on him at all. But uh, uh, and everybody's got their perspective. Uh, I've had more uh, direct uh, and more decision making regarding uh, David than anybody in the organization, and I'm not saying anything about uh, 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 wh what his future is with the Cowboys at all. I'm not saying anything. 
and I'm the one that has spent the most time with it. You talked to us at the boxing thing about we asked you about your 30th anniversary going into team. You said, "I feel like I've never worked in a day," and you and you look at the success, the Super Bowls, Hall of Fame, the bus, the stadium, the the star, everything. Why does winning still matter to you? Because that's the uh, that was the only reason that I got involved to begin with, and that's been reinforced. Uh, I feel compelled, I don't know why I do, but uh, uh, because a lot of what I've been associated with has been the promotion and the, uh, the way the game has evolved uh, during the last 30 years and the way stadiums and the way uh, the game is presented and all of those financial things. Well, I, I didn't get involved in the Dallas Cowboys for, uh, to have more dollars. Matter of fact, I gave up all my dollars. And it did not look like there was a, a way, a path, to have a good investment when I got involved. I got involved to win. I must tell you, I didn't know it was going to be as tough. Uh, I said, we will win the football games. I'm committed to winning the football games. Uh, but on the way, we've managed to uh, uh, make it pretty competitive toward uh, uh, getting those Super Bowls. And I'm proud of every one of them that, that we have. I am absolutely, uh, I couldn't be more uh, uh, I'm going to say more in a, a uh, why mode than as to why we haven't won or been in a Super Bowl in the last uh, 20 something years. It is just absolutely a stunning thing to me to think of why we're not there with what we commit and what we do to win Super Bowls. Most teams have been through several general managers. They've been through just as many general managers have been through coaches. Uh, uh, so uh, I look at all the teams that have had all their change in management pursuing that Super Bowl, pursuing those Super Bowl. Uh, how we manage not to get a Super Bowl with Tony Romo as our quarterback will always be probably my biggest disappointment. We had something very special there. And we should have been able to figure out a way to get it home at the time. And it wasn't because we didn't use every trick in the book, salary cap wise, every way in the world to put the talent on the field to get it done. And we've actually, in my mind, had uh, two, possibly three times uh, when we should have dominoed and should have gotten there, but we didn't. Uh, all that does sitting here at this juncture, when I look around at where we are, and I look at it even through a personal perspective, there is nothing, there's absolutely nothing short of the health and goodwill of uh, the people I care about. There's nothing that means more to me than if I could get a Super Bowl, nothing. Bought the team, you said you gave up all of your dollars to get in it, and now that you have a lot of dollars, uh, how does that hunger remain the same? And I think maybe players go through that as yeah. well when they, uh, you know, they, they've come from nothing and all of a sudden they're in a position to take care of generations. Yeah. Well, 
uh, I admire people who have got enough to quit being hungry or quit having a something they want to have and that they've got it and they have peace. I've never been there. And so my point is, and the hunger is for what we're talking about right now, winning a Super Bowl. Not to get another billion dollars. Um, Gil selected you as his presenter. Yep. What did that mean to you? You were kind of with a bunch of guys, but you know, your, yep. your history with Gil goes back quite yep. a bit. Uh, I don't know when I've ever had a something that meant, uh, meant uh, said so many things and meant so much to me as to when Michael Irvin asked me to present him because I knew what my I knew what Michael Irvin was to the success we had had and I knew how indispensable he was to the success we've had. When Emmett Smith asked me, I was just uh, just humble because I knew some of the great players, not the least of which was Darrell Johnson, who led the way through the holes. And I knew uh, what he was doing and what a compliment it was for him to ask me. Larry Allen uh, is at the top of my list for admiring individuals and people that would fight through and overcome his demon to be one of the greatest players of all. The point I'm making, it's the men and what they're about, which they were all completely different. They were associated with the Cowboys, but they were totally different in what made you uh, another human being almost uh, so humbled by what they were and God had given them. And I mean that about Michael, and I know more about foibles than anybody in all cases. Well, you put Gil Brand in there, and you see what Gil's story is and what he was, and for him to articulate and say, Jerry took this and took the ball that we uh, spent our careers doing, Tom and Tex and him, and made us proud doing it. And that's about the best compliment that I've had given me to get, to get her done. And I've always said that uh, uh, I would really hope that I could be known as somebody that, well, I ran with the ball regarding the Dallas Cowboys because I really have never thought about owning them like you do a house or this bus or something. I thought you were just uh, husband them for your time while you were running with the ball. For him to make that connection like that, uh, put it right there with the uniqueness of uh, the great stories of the other people. We haven't had anybody in there that doesn't have a absolute great story, and he's one of them. So that's a long-winded way of saying it's the way he looked at doing it that uh, just is arguably is the biggest compliment that anybody could pay me. When does it, uh, there's some teams that, you know, most teams are so protective of their, see other people being able to see their practices and things like that. And 
guys have businesses around the crank? Because obviously you have uh, apartments, things like that being built there. Why does that not bother you? Well, when we get uh, when we get in areas like that, we uh, we literally can go in and outside between drills. Just go right inside and run it inside. So when we get into areas that we're sensitive about or that really uh, uh, need that kind of uh, of uh, uh, protection, we can run inside and do it. Isn't the Dr Pepper building going to block all those things anyway? Well, of course, um, uh, we're going. We've got people in the buildings themselves that are associated. Uh, this day and time, wants to keep somebody back there in the Rich's department from giving it. <laughs> you know, some of the biggest hunts for Red October is trying to find the leak. It started back 30 years ago for me, and we found out that the leak was coming from the head coach. <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe I can match Al, uh, but uh, uh, the, boy, he's really uh, uh, he's got quite a number. I think the number is I read Charlotte, and she said he has nine or nine. And uh, but I'd like to. <laughs> I would like to. You should have told Witten, don't come back. He pushed the window back on his deal. Sure did. Sure did. I thought about that before I signed him. <laughs>